Hey everybody, Superfan Giovanni here. Welcome to Classic Love Line, episode 492 from August 18th, 1997, a Monday night show with guest World Party. Well, really, Carl from World Party. Adam opens the show asking Drew about his workload and the amount of patients he sees at his various practices and asks them how many actually have access to his pager. This episode starts right after the opening intro music and Adam goes in depth on cold calling, uh, giving his thoughts on the behavior, the practice, people who do it, and how we can tell it's a cold call right off the bat, usually because it sounds like they're reading a script and they screw up his last name. He even cites some drama with a neighbor, and Drew addresses the common denominator of all of Adam's neighbor drama being him, and Adam, of course, rejects that notion, but he's probably right to. His neighbors seem to be pretty crazy. Young Donnie gives uh, the voice a much-needed love from the fans, and Carl joins them sometime after the first break. He drove to the wrong location, the mother station K-Rock, and that inspires Adam to figure out the average arrival time for most of the guests on the show. Producer Ann then gets on mic to explain the mix-up and defend the honest mistake of Carl. She's right, uh, it was actually the security at K-Rock's fault. We're not telling him he was in the wrong building. As per usual, this was recorded in 1997. Some of the medical information may be out of date. Please consult your own physician or contact Dr. Drew and my Catholic on Current Day Loveline. 1-800-LOVE-191. Listener discretion is advised. You can follow us on Twitter at Podcast One, on Facebook, Podcast One there as well, and PodcastOne.com, the home of all your favorite podcasts. Mahalo, and get it on. The following program is a PodcastOne.com production. 1-800-L-O-V-E-191, fax number 310-854-4455. Madam Carol, that is uh, Dr. Drew, support-certified physician and addiction medicine specialist. Yes. Yes. All righty, Drew. What'd you do today? Uh, uh, full moon, a flat out full moon day. Mm-hmm. People sick in every way possible. Spent an hour with you, it was painful. Um, <laughs> uh, just a rough day. Yeah. Have you given your patients my pager talk yet about paging you unnecessarily at all hours of the day and night? No, there's too many of them to, I mean, I'd have to get that talk 800 times. How many patients do you have? It depends, it depends how you look at it. I mean, over, you know, over a thousand. Over a thousand? Yeah. And that's in one aspect, and I also run a unit and stuff, so. Do those thousand people have your pager? Well, they can get it. I mean, they can uh, get through to it. Oh, I, I, I could know no greater pain than, uh, I won't even have a pager. I don't even answer my phone. Oh, I'd love not to have one. Love it. I told you my neighbor called me and uh, yelled into my answering machine the other night, accusing me of not giving him my phone number. Just my answering service. Right. You That's know, how little I answer the phone. I was thinking about all these neighbor problems you're having. You know, there's one fixed variable in all these things. Um, could, could it be that? Bad neighborhood. Could, must be that. What are you saying, Drew? No, couldn't be me. Please. Well, it's, you know, it just keeps happening and happening. Please, there's a lot of nice folks around, too. Right. You know what I was thinking? I, sometimes I think if I say that, it'll lead me into something interesting, but uh, I drew a big blank on that one. Let's go to calls. No, I swear to God, I got something to say. All right. What the hell was it? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I owe some money to the Home Depot. Yeah. I'm going to give a, a, a tip out to all the people who do that cold calling or the uh, computer calling. Oh, right. For what? I owe them 400 bucks. Oh, right, right. And I've owed them 400 bucks for like four months. What'd you buy from Home What'd you what buy, I buy from Home Depot? The drywall, oh, two-by-fours, oh, yeah, tools, all that junk. All right. All right. What do you think they sell? Uh, cookies and medical yeah, supplies? Uh, blenders. True. Do you know Plants. what Home Depot is? Yeah, I know what it is. Have you ever been in a home improvement yes, center? Have. Yes, I have. You have? Yeah. But I didn't know you'd buy your construction equipment and stuff there. 
I really didn't. What do you think you're buying from that place? You're buying like small things, like things, you know, fixtures and stuff. What are you crazy? Uh, it's no. all two by fours and plywood. Uh, uh. Well, anyway, they call me every night. Two two and an eighth by. Uh... They call me. Yeah, okay, Drew. Let's not get back into that. But they call me every night, and they tell me I owe money. But here's the deal. And then, you know, you get a call from the Los Angeles Times or whatever, and you, there's a lot of cold calling that goes on. And these uh, these people, they know not to call you at 3 in the afternoon. They could call me at 3 in the afternoon. I might pick up if I'm not napping. But they figure the guy goes works all day, comes home five thirty, six o'clock. He's settling in about 7, 7.30 before he goes to bed or before something good comes on, before, you know, the must-see TV hour comes in. We're going to call him about 7.30. So they call but here's what they never figure out, and this goes for uh, all the cold calling and all that computer calling and all the um, collection services. They don't take a heartbeat in pronounce, uh, figure out how to pronounce your name. Right. And they, it's usually low-paid, uneducated people who are right. doing it. Right. And it always seems like it's caught them by surprise. Right. Well, they just go into the next number on the list. Right. So you can almost say he's not here just based on how they ask it. Right. Because it always sounds like this. It's like, bring, bring, hello, uh, 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 is uh, Alan Cavola there? And I'm thinking, whenever I hear the Cavola or the Carrillo, I know there's money involved. And I know it's not them giving me money. Whenever I hear the uh, Adam Cavillo, uh, I'm not home. So, all you people who do that for a living, take a heartbeat and go ahead, read the person's name to yourself, memorize it, or perhaps just be able to read it on cue, and then when you call in, as a matter of fact, the best way to do it would be, uh, you know, when the guy picks up the phone, go, ho! <laughs> all right, Drew. Donnie. Yeah. Hey, we don't know how old you are. I'm 17. All right, what's going on? Uh, nothing much. Hey, Adam, Drew, yeah. I love you guys. I love your show. Thank um, you. Hey, uh, I was I was listening to the we, show. We, last we, night we, we need a little uh, boost. If you, I'm feeling down lately. Yeah, we need some love from the listeners. I really, I think we, I love we, you, de man. we depressed ourselves. I love both. Really, of you. I think we did. Hey, Drew, he's trying to send us some love. Right, you're talking I'm, right I'm over listening. it. I'm listening. I love both y'all, man. Thanks. All right. Oh, I just wanted to make a comment real quick. I was listening to the show last night, and that girl that called from Fairfax, as she was saying, like there was like you know, you know, like. You know, pay at the pump still on the East Coast. Mm -hmm. and, and, and Adam, you made a comment. You know about like a guy with like the little chain thing on his on his um, you know, on his belt. Goober. Yeah. Guess what? They'd say, well, there's a head station here where I live, and I only live like like about six miles down the road from where she's from. Mm -hmm. And um, at the head station, there's actually a guy with the little chain thing uh, on his belt. This is it's called the hemp station. A hef. Hef. Yeah. How do you spell that? H e s s. Isn't it weird the names everyone else has for their gas in other parts? Yeah, I mean, we also got, like, Shell and Exxon right. and all that good stuff, you know? All right, but it always it's always funny when someone else has a different name and you decide yeah. to criticize it and you go, Mohawk? Sinclair. <laughs> what the hell's up with the Mohawk gas? I'd never buy any Mohawk gas. Why don't you get something smart like uh, uh, Union 76 or something that makes sense? Yeah. <laughs> you know, Union 76, that just says uh, petroleum. Yeah, like one hundred percent. Yeah, all over like Florida and Daytona and all that area. So you got the Hef station over there. Yeah, with Goober. Yeah, with Goober. All oh, right. good. All right. Wait, 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 wait. What? Well, Donnie, what do you want to talk about? Well, my problem is really is that, um, you know, well around school I get like picked on a lot and stuff like that. And, you know, people like you know they give me a lot of crap and everything. And well, then people started rumors that 
I was gay, and I have a feeling that 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 was caught, that was like holding me back from getting a girlfriend. <laughs> and I've even got whatever it takes. And the thing is, I've also got something from my dad. My dad thinks because I don't have a girlfriend, he even thinks I'm gay. You know? No, he doesn't think you're gay. He's 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 not you know not really come out and said it, but you know sometimes you know like I said like I said I've had a lot of, a lot of people you know they you know they they think I'm gay and everything. Are you gay? No, I'm not gay actually. Okay. So what's the big deal? They're, but my thing is, it, it's it's holding me back from you know having a relationship, and it's like why? Because you've been stigmatized. Yeah, basically. No, it's not. I mean, women. I what... uh, listen, that would help you in a relationship. You got the surprise attack. You know what I mean? It's like feel more comfortable around you. Oh, it's like sneaking a horseshoe into the boxing glove. (laughs) (laughs) She'll never know what hit her. You go out on a night on the town with her, and at the uh, end, uh, it's penis time. You'll blindside her. (laughs) She'll never know what what hit her. Yeah, it's like I said to me. Like I said, I just keep getting the impression that that that's what. You know, it's like kind of like a wall in between. It's like oh, no, 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 on one no, side no, of the wall no, and the other. Yes, well, yes. That, that may be there, but it's not because people and are... And you are mixing up a batch of mortar to finish the wall. It has nothing to do with what everyone else is saying, Donnie. This is all you. Please, oh, really? take responsibility. All right. I wish someone started a rumor I was gay in high school, so I had a good excuse for not getting any any chicks. Yeah. You understand? Yeah, I understand. This, this is, listen, you could dispel that very quickly if you went out on a date or two, couldn't you? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Plus, sure. uh, these rumors. What rumors? You know what I mean? How many people are in your high school? Like 2,000. All right. And uh, here's the f- first off, how many of them even care? The beauty of my high school is there was uh, 2,300 people. Only 150 of them spoke English. So you didn't have to really worry about I mean, the rumors unless they were done, you know, in, in the international language. Uh, yeah. They're done in, like, uh, Morse yeah. code or something. Yeah, but the problem was, every time, like, the rumors would start, I would try to su- I would try to stop them, but everyone would think I'm lying. Oh, everyone, everyone. You're talking about eight people out of 2,000. No, actually, it's more than eight. But don't worry about the rumors. Worry about uh, establishing some kind of contact with the opposite sex. Something. Some, find some way to meet somebody and start going out a little bit and... This all will die. I mean, but you realize ultimately, as you grow older, is that uh, people really don't care about their own stuff. They really don't care about you. You know, it's funny. Am I right? Absolutely. Yeah. You're really going to find out later in life they don't care about you. As a matter of fact, they'll take it a step further. You find out they hate you. <laughs> well, that, no, that's because that that suggests they have something uh, that they care in some way. But in high school, most people are really so preoccupied with their own stuff. That uh, they really don't care that well, much. Well, part of being preoccupied with your own stuff is thinking everyone else is preoccupied with you. Right. You're so preoccupied with your own crap that you think there's rumors about. Right. And that people are, you know... Uh, thinking about you, talking about you all the time. Oh, there's some sort of secret petition that's going around that everyone's signing uh, regarding your uh, sexual proclivity. It, listen, you know, I always love this. Whenever somebody's having trouble with the opposite sex... The only place they should really look is in the mirror, because right. that is all the opposite. That You are the only person on that team. Right. It is like a box. Or, or, or your choice. It's, 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 it's either what you're doing in the relationship or the people you choose for the relationship. Right, but it's a sport. It's like boxing. It's like if you're taking a whooping, if you're Owen 35, uh, you better go ahead and figure it's something that you may be doing. It's not like you're playing football and you got a bad line and you're the quarterback, you're getting sacked or something like that. Right, right. It is so bizarre how everyone just looks around. Let's well, yeah. see. I'm not getting laid. I'm in high school. Yeah, Must be the rumor. Be? Yeah, rumor. it's a rumor. It's a gay rumor. Oh, son of a bitch. I should sue. Okay. Faith. Yeah. 
Hey, you're 15. You're on Loveline. Yeah. Um, I, I have a question about, about well, I don't get along well with my dad. And um, my mom has a medical condition, and, like, it's really, really tearing her apart because we're always, always fighting. Hold on. You, you, um, you, you slipped into the Thai language there for <laughs> just one word in the middle. Sorry. What was that thing about your mom? Um, she has a medical condition. What, she has something wrong what, with her heart. What is the problem? Um, like with my mom? Yeah. Okay. Well, she just, um, she just get her heart has like VTAC. She has VTAC. Okay. Yeah, and as much pressure as we put on her, it's okay. just really tearing right, her and, heart. And who is it you're fighting with? Um, my dad. And it's, and it's your biological father? Um, no. It's it's my step, but I consider him as my biological. How long? How old were you when he became your father? Two. Okay. And what is it you're fighting about? Um, we just we just get on each other's nerves so bad. We just fight about stupid stuff. Okay. Have you tried to do something about this? Change it? Yeah. Like, can you give me advice on how I could become better friends with my dad? Because it's just working well, with my mom. That's uh, nice. Where is your dad? My stepdad. He's upstairs. Like, it's oh, so my funny. She'll call him his dad a bunch of times, but then as soon as I call him the dad, it's uh huh. Right. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, all right. Well, as long as we're there, where is your real dad? Um, he's on the east coast somewhere. Okay, I, you don't it, talk to him much. No, I. You think, I are you aware? Of this hold is? on, Jerome. Trying to heal faith all here. Right. I just wonder if it has anything to do with the departure of the biological. I'm trying to do a little faith healing. Can you put him on the other line, please? Um, yeah, hold on. Yeah, okay. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Get on the phone. All right, hey, hey, watch the tone, girly. Please? Uh, <laughs> Dad, get on the phone, please. <laughs> Dad, they want to talk to you. Hurry. Hey, hey, hey. Please? Hey, the man put in a good day's work. He's, uh, hello, 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 sir. What's your name? My name's Keith. Hi, Keith. Uh, this is uh, Adam, and that would be the qualified Dr. Drew on the other end of the microphone there. We run the Loveline program. Okay. Okay. You're a big fan. We'll send some headshots out. Uh, Faith has called us because she, she said she wants to know how to get along better with you. Even though you're not her biological father, she considers you her father. She mentioned that mom is going through some hard times physically and that you guys never quite see eye to eye. And she really called uh, to try to figure out a way to uh, become Re closer to you. Yeah. Okay. Is that surprising, or is that... Uh... Oh, not really. I mean, we've kind of talked about it. Um, what kind of stuff are you guys fighting about? Oh, just little stuff. I mean, she, I, I keep wanting her to act a little bit more mature and uh, to stop doing little irritable things that she knows kind of gets me going, but she continues to do. Like what? Oh, just just uh, certain noises that she'll make and stuff that... She, she does it persistently, just to kind of. So she's trying. She's she's baiting you. She's yeah. prodding you, trying to get you. Upset. She's trying to get a reaction out right. of you, because maybe she doesn't feel like you're giving her enough attention. Otherwise, it could be possible. I think more. I bet you it's more that she's afraid about mom, and that if she's left to her own devices, uh, in other words, if there aren't a lot of distractions and a lot of other sort of chaos at home, she's left with her fear and anxiety about mom. What, what's the reality about mom's uh, uh, medical situation? Reality about mom. Mom's under under basically under control. Well, she said she has recurrent VTAC. Yeah, is that... she has VTAC arrhythmia. Um, Does she, she have an implantable surgery and is on medication? She had what kind of surgery? Uh, she had an uh, ablation. Well, now, wh why is she getting VTAC at her age? That's wild. Yeah. How old is she? She's uh, about thirty-eight. That is wild. 
Uh, when does VTAC usually set well, in? VTAC is something that people get in the setting of this bad is coronary heart disease, ischemic heart attack. Let them talk. Yeah, nope. I believe this is a genetic. Uh, okay. Might be cause genetic. So the ablation was successful. Ablation was successful. Okay. Yeah. Faith, am I am I getting on the right track here with? I mean, yeah, and and she likes to play mom and dad against each other too, because she knows mom will stick up for her being mom. But that's normal fifteen right. stuff. I mean, that's I'm kind of siding with uh, Papa Keith here, though. Faith sounds like a bit of a pain. Faith. Yeah. yeah. But I'm trying to defend Faith in terms of what it is she's defending against here. She's she's trying not to deal. with Something scares her. Something's got. Is this a change for Faith since mom got sick? Uh, not really. Right. It's just that she knows that uh, mom's condition that uh, she. I think she wants to be good and wants to correct, the, you know, some of the problems we're having. But on the other hand, I, you know, she still has her own little way. Yeah. Well, when did you uh, When did you come into her life, Keith? Oh, about the first year she was born. I, I've been there. I've known her mother for a long, long time. We school chums and that. So have, have things turned uh, recently, or is there, has there always been a little bit of strife between you two? Oh, there's always been a little bit of strife. Normal. Again, normal. also normal. Yeah. Probably yeah. right. Well, I, I, to me, the the feeling I get is that things are as are good. I mean, well, the, Keith, <laughs> but I mean, Keith Keith is communicative. He's open. He's available to her. She's doing normal fifteen year old stuff, right? Yeah, right. you guys. Uh, th this may sound bad in your household, but if you came over here and heard what we're normally <laughs> listening to, listening to, we're usually hearing bottles breaking at this point. And uh, tires burning out on the front lawn. I mean, just a, just the right. mere fact that she could summon you to get on the phone, even if it was in her own rude, uh, disrespectful way, still <laughs> is a very positive sign for Loveline. And Faith, try try to stay with what it is that motivates you to need to to do this stuff. You know, it's real hard. It's totally normal for somebody your age. It's acting out. It's really what we call acting out behavior. You're acting something out. Something's bugging you, yeah. and you can't help but just kind of poke and prod and create something it's distracting you from something else and i suspect it's how much you fear for your mom's well-being and it sounds like faith that is it's a very complicated condition yeah. the treatments are relatively new the ablative therapy and whatnot is she on amiodarone or something like that now oh uh, it's like lidocaine when it starts with the name mixilatine mixatil so keith you're not getting in, into any of her medication are you Oh no! And, okay. and, and mixilatine has, has a bunch of side effects. You know, it can make her feel funny some of the time. And, and Faith, but she's going to be okay. I mean, she's had definitive treatment, and, and this is a very treatable condition. She's very rare in this setting, but very treatable. Okay. Okay. So right. we don't worry so much about Faith. It. Be all right. Yeah. Tell Keith you love him. I love you. Oh, oh, <laughs> oh! She a she a naughty teen. Come on, Faith. I Get, love you, Daddy. No. no, don't do it. Don't do it like a little girl who wants some candy. Uh, okay. I used to do that when the ice, I could hear the ice cream truck in the background. Okay. Come on, give him something, give him something real. Give him some sugar. Now, come on. I love you, Dad. Mm. Yeah, I'll take it. I give on. it like a four. Come I give on. it a four and a half. That's awesome. I just want one more. I just want one more good one. I want you to take a breath and think about this man who came into your life when uh, the man who sired you took off. They're chasing hookers around Europe. All right, that's going to... If she was defending against something, it's those kinds of feelings. So don't stir that up. The, relax over there, Drew. The point is, is Keith uh, did, not, did, not, did not flee. He, 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 um, he was responsible. He put uh, bread on the table and shoes on your feet. Yeah. Shampoo in your hair and uh, panties on your ass. Yeah. He's a good man, this Keith. Yeah, he is. Comes to the phone. Believe me, you listen to this show, don't you, Faith? Yes, 
Yes, I've been trying to get a hold of Oh, these, po- these poor girls calling up night after night, nobody around. Stepdad stayed uh, in the house long enough to feel him up, and then he took off with his uh, biker gang again. <laughs> He's a decent guy. Now, come on, get in touch with those feelings and give him a real I love you, Daddy. I love you, Dad. That, that is that is very clear That's for 15-year-olds. That's pretty, pretty good for yeah. 15. Yeah, Keith, you want to yeah. give her a quick shot? Sure. Go ahead. Yeah, I love you, Faith. Mm-hmm. Okay, his was a, all right. Hey, one more. One more good one, Keith. Come on, play. Okay, I really love you. All right. All right, let's remember that. His was actually weaker than hers, right? Well, you know, it's funny. Guys do the, um, it's like when guys hug, they have to, they have to slap the other guy in the back as if they're trying to dislodge something from their wind tunnel because they couldn't just hug another guy. It'd be right, too right. weird. So yeah. they'll hug and then there'll be a beat when two guys realize they're hugging each other. And they go, ah, come on. Yeah, yeah, come on. All right. All right. Get out of here now. But you know what guys do when they do uh, the I love you? It's painful for a guy to just go, I love you. A guy has to go, I really do. No, 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 no. You see, Keith did it this way. Hey, I love you. (laughs) Guys do that uh, nightclub singer leaving the stage. (laughs) The Bill Murray, I love you. Yeah, thanks for coming out to the Radisson. Uh, We're taking 10 to wet our whistles. Hey, I love you. We'll be back. More love lines. I don't think they're aware of how much they suck. That's Would be a hit. Yeah. Stamps.com. Oh, man. You want to so get stuff smooth. done quick? You want to get stuff done easily? <laughs> oh, but, I mean, you just think about your life. You're busy. You want to utilize your time. I mean, look, you know, one day you blink your eyes and Spock's gone. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we're going to be uh, circling the sphere with. In the great his his last few moments would have. Was. I will say that his last few moments would have felt like his last few days if he was in line at the post office. That's right. Thank God he had stamps. dot com. You can buy and print official U.S. postage with your own computer, and then just hand it to the mailman. Turns your PC or Mac into a post office that never closes. Which sounds horrible, actually, but it's in your den, so you're cool. It's yours. You can visit it in your bathrobe and bunny slippers. And I got a special offer. Enter the promo code Adam. I got a no-risk trial, $110 bonus offer. Gets a scale. Puts a little parcel on there. What comes out of your printer is exactly... By the way, you just print it. And you can literally just tape it or you can put it on sticky back, whatever. Either way, 55 bucks, free postage. Go to Stamps.com. Before you do anything else, click the microphone. Top of the homepage, type in Adam. That's Stamps.com. Enter Adam. All right. From the Oscar-winning screenwriter of 12 Years a Slave comes television's most extraordinary new dramatic series. Starting Thursday, March 5th, watch American Crime live at 10, 9 central on ABC. Then tune into the American Crime podcast hosted by me, Elvis Mitchell. Each week, we'll have a candid conversation with show creator John Ridley, plus show talent, character storylines, and more. Go to podcastone.com slash American Crime to subscribe now. Hey, Loveline. I'm Adam Carolla. That is uh, Dr. Drew. Carl Wallinger from World Party. You remember World Party. We'll be in here in just a few moments. Uh, that went to the wrong studio. And uh, my contention is uh, our Loveline guests usually show up for this um, number one rated nationally syndicated radio show between 958. It's 958, 959. I'd, I'd say 1002. 
I'd say average, though. Some get here about uh, 9.40 or something. But I would say average, I would say, if the show starts at 10, 9.52. Yeah. Eight minutes. Yeah. That would be about the average. Sometimes they actually show up at a minute or 30 seconds before the show starts. Uh, other other bands will show up at 20 of. And often 20 after. And often 20 after. Now, these guys uh, went to the mother station, so there's no fault. Yeah, there. this was just uh, right. innocent. Which, but, but, is, which is a half hour away. But, right. Right. Well, they're en route. Okay. But I'm saying they got there at 10. No, they'd been there. Security didn't tell them until we called oh. that that love line wasn't there. <laughs> Isn't that nice? Oh, we're a well-oiled machine. Anyway, I uh, I listen. All right, we're going to have a good time. What the hell? What uh, what are we doing? 1-800-L-O-V-E-191 is the phone number. Debbie, you're 34. Hello. Hey. I was calling. I heard you guys talking before about um, what drugs do to kids, you know, mm-hmm. before they're born. Mm-hmm. And uh, my ex-husband was really heavy into drugs, mm-hmm. and my son has all kinds of problems orthopedic he's had heart problems um behavior problems he's been suicidal he's only 10 yeah and uh i didn't know if there was anything i could do or if there's some way i could find out if that's what happened what are the ortho well what are the orthopedic problems well he was born with um extra digits yeah, that, that, that is the one syndrome that has one of the orthopedic syndrome that has been described from fathers who smoke a lot of pot Really? Yeah. Now, now that has not been proven, but that data is sort of trickling in. It's just, I've read it in sporadically, uh, okay. but I, so I can't say with any confidence that that's what caused it. Well, he was he had um, two big toes instead of two. The usually it's the pinky. Right. Well, and so they had to remove him. Did you had, did you, were you doing drugs when he was pregnant? Wait a minute. Did, did, did he have a big toe where the pinky should have been? No, he had two <laughs> big toes next to each other. Next to each other. Yeah. Right next to each other, exactly. And so he had six toes? Mm-hmm, on each foot. Yeah, you know, people look at that as, uh, as, as a problem, but if you no, think about it... they're long gone. Oh, they took them off? Oh, yeah, when he was little. Yeah, well, and if you're going to take the foreskin, you might as well grab a toe. <laughs> yeah, when he was about eight months old, they took him, and he's had six surgeries since on his feet, wow. some on his knees. Well, I, I I would not be uh, anxious to rush into a theory that this has necessarily anything to do with drug use. I mean, he has got some congenital birth issues, and they seem to have some neurocognitive like elements. Every time I turn too. around, there's something wrong with him. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's 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 the story of kids that have these congenital types of problems. Uh-huh. Yeah, and there are plenty of kids who are born to healthy parents that have problems that are worse than this. Yeah. It doesn't all have to be chalked up to something. I mean, we're always looking for a reason why. And it's not a bad impulse, but sometimes uh, it, kids have problems. It, it's, it's an interesting question, and it might have something to do with it, but it it might not, and it doesn't change what you're having to deal with. I mean, you're having to deal with the syndrome you've got, and uh, yeah, that, that knowing where it came from wouldn't help in treatment in the present. Yeah. All right? I was just curious because, I mean, is the six-toes thing? Nobody in my family ever had anything like that. All right. Well, or his I'm, family. I'm, and you're a four-toe family? Yeah, he's, five. Hey, Paul, he's got two extra. Well, not anymore. They took them away. All right. What are they doing with them? Uh, they made me sign them away. I don't know. <laughs> they made me sign a paper. I thought, well, what am I going to do with them? Put them in a jar in the sink. But oh. 
I didn't want them, so they, okay. they kept them. No, you put them in lucite, and you make a paperweight out of them. <laughs> I had a friend's mom made uh, took her uh, kidney stones and uh, oh, put them in lucite, oh. made a paper. You know you're white trash when you're ta pouring uh, lucite over a kidney stone. Yes. <laughs> no, they kept them. I don't know what they did with them. Well, hopefully they, you know, they will... I love uh, medical technology sometimes. <laughs> Thank God there's no dentists uh, in this profession. <laughs> We'd be screwed. i got to go to the dentist again tomorrow. Oh, yes. Oh, arguing with the guy. Please, would you get, just give me the goddamn uh, laughing gas, would you please? Well, it doesn't really seem like you need... Uh, <laughs> Listen, I'm a pussy. Uh, what do I got to do? Come in here wearing a skirt <laughs> tomorrow? I, I swear to God, I'm putting a leotard on, man. <laughs> I'm going to the dentist tomorrow. I need to borrow a leotard, quick. Uh -huh. I'm going in with my hair and pigtails and a leotard, and I'm going to have a big lollipop in my mouth, and I'm saying, I want the laughing gas. Please, give me the nitrous. What are you going in for? More root canal. Ugh. What part? The post and the crown? Or cleaning the canal still? I, I really hope, and by the way, cleaning the canal is not some euphemism for the guy knocking me out and having uh, having gay gay sex with me. He's actually cleaning the uh, canal, which is the most, uh, oh, did you, oh, oh, my face hurts just thinking about it. It uh. takes a series of pins and puts them in a hole he's carved into your gums and uh, basically kills nerves and roots and whatnot. Uh-huh. But I keep telling the guy... Hey, how about some ether? <laughs> Nitrous. Nitri Listen, I, I, hey, no, I've, I've worked down to ether. I'll take anything I can suck on on a rag. You got a bottle of scotch somewhere? Give it to me. I don't think you need it. I, listen, believe me, I do. Notice how the brow is covered with sweat. You see the toes curling. You see uh, how my uh, heart is racing and uh, how I'm... Actually, the seat is a uh, like a recliner-type seat, but I'm laid you, across you it, it as if you just took an ironing board and stretched it. These are all clear indicators that I may need some of this nitrate. And since it's going around, I can see the tanks in the next room. I told them to put a towel under the door and just fill the whole damn place with it. We'll all get into it. Huh? huh? You'll be stoned, but I won't care. Well, I just don't think you... You'll be Just give me the nitrate. Anne, are you with me on this? Oh, yeah. All right. So my last visit, I spent an hour and a half in the chair looking for my third canal, <coughs> which like 95% of the people have. I only have two. Oh. <laughs> He's like, this is the damnedest thing. And believe me, looking oh. for it does not involve uh, looking. No. It mm. is you, major he, probing. Probing and prodding. All right, guys, let's go to college. Come on, okay. now. You, you're, you're very cathartic for you. I'm, I'm sure you're having fun here, but uh, I just want it's the not nitrous. Gonna, it's not going Do you have any nitrous? No, it's not going to make Can you, you not have to go. No, I cannot score anything. Nor you could get me a nitrous, nitrous tank, couldn't you? No. Could you flash your medical tin somewhere and get me I some nitrous? I suppose I could, but I don't know where. So. All right. Well, there's no all-night um, gas uh, depository or something. No. No. Okay. Where were we? All right. Take care of your kid, Nicole. Three. Oh, is that Nicole? Three. Oh, wrong call. Kathy. Hi. You're 20. Hi. Um, oh, I was listening to your show the other night, and rats do have very big testicles. Thank you. Yes. Well, let I me yell at Producer Ann for just one moment here. Hold on a second. Drew, were you in here when I was yelling at Ann last night? About what? Ann came walking in at the end of the show. Uh -huh. I swear to God, I wish we had a tape of this. I was talking about uh, rat testicles and how large they were. She had a picture. Shut up. Now, naturally, I looked at Drew, and Drew had that uh, chalkboard that had just been cleaned out by a, a, a studious eighth grader. 
as usual. I turned to the other room and I said, uh, listen, folks, what about rats with these huge testicles? Surely you've seen this before. Mm, nope. Oh, please. I actually was yelling, can I get a witness? Yeah, yeah. Somebody bail me out here. No one has seen the rats with the huge testicles. And you've never seen the rats with the huge testicles? No. And comes in here at the end of the show. Boy, those rats have huge nuts. Oh. I said, wait a minute, didn't you hear me uh, begging for some response on this? Yeah, yeah, I'll let you fly on there. Oh. <laughs> Ann said, yeah, I was, in a, I, was in a, I was with Doug in a, uh, a pet store the, a couple days ago, and we were looking at these rats saying, boy, look at it, they're pregnant. That's cute. And the we, guy yeah, we thought they were a nursing or something because they had such large... Yeah, yeah, they are very big. We dissected them in high school. Now, can you believe she was sitting here after this experience <laughs> yeah. with the store while it was I was yelling so about it? It was so much fun listening to <laughs> you, you go said, on about it. Can please send a tape to the LAPD? Eh? Oh. It would happen instantly. <laughs> God, I'm trying, they're, they're trying to gaslight me here. I'm going to go home and kill myself. All right, so, Kathy, you're here to uh, testify. What else going well, on? No, Something? I have yeah. a problem. No, yeah, what's going on? I have a wonderful boyfriend. Um... We've talked about getting married, but not till after school's out. We have a year left. And he's only had two girlfriends. I'm his second girlfriend. And I kind of feel a little bit guilty about it. I, I kind of want him to go date other people. Now, I either need reassurance that I shouldn't feel guilty, or is there any way for me to convince There's him? There's got to be something Guilty else for giving a guy who couldn't otherwise get laid a consistent sex through no, his college no. years? I'm, I was really outgoing in high school. I hit a lot of dates. It, you know, it was great. Um, All right, so you've slept. How many guys you slept with? None. None? No. The uh, one. One? Yeah. One before him? Him. No, that's it. Him. Oh. Hold on. You need a complete uh, workup. Why? You need a total evaluation. I, I think she may have a tumor. No. You've, you've, you've never slept with another man other than he, right? No, right. Uh, he has slept with uh, maybe one other girl beside you. Right. I, I want to put these two in a Ziploc bag and put them in my freezer. I can't believe this is going on in this day and age. God bless you. Um, but you feel guilty somehow that he's been deprived of sowing his wild oats, even though, no. I see, I thought the story was going to be that she'd racked up quite no, a tally of it's men. Not, it's not that. It's that. You know, I date, I'm an only child, so I always wanted to go meet other people. So, and, so really, it's you that wanted right, How much oral sex have you performed on strange guys? Is <laughs> that strange? Um, hmm? gosh. How many? A lot. How many? On, on other guys? Mm, maybe. 15? 20? How many? Three. Oh, three? Right. Well, that's not that much. Um, All right. I can't figure this out. I think it's she's projecting. I think it's she that wishes to, uh, to go on. No. Ah. Oh, aha. He's really shy. And I dated a lot of people, so I just, I know that... There are, you know, what I like in guys and what I don't like and how many scumbags are out there. I don't really feel that mm. he has gotten to meet enough people or to what know about those, What people. about those scumbags? What, what, what's that been like? What happened there? Yeah, I, I see what you're getting at. And, yeah, I did have a problem with a guy. What happened? Like that. What happened? Um, I was raped. Ah. Uh -huh. We should have a new policy, by the way. What's that? Anyone uh, has been raped or molested or beaten has to come out and say it right at the top. They need to register. Yeah, even if they're calling about um, I'm having trouble with um, kidney dysfunction, 
It should be uh, Kathy, 20, raped. Now, I want to move on a question about furnishings. Right. So you were raped at how old? 16. And was that and that was a, a, a that was intercourse, right? Yeah. What was the situation? Well, he's, uh, he's asking, was it a date rape or a violent rape? Or? We were friends, um, and you know, one time before school um, started, I got really drunk and passed out. And when I woke up, you got loaded before school started. No, no, like a oh, during the summer. Right, like a back-to-school party type thing. I'm telling you, Drew, my theory about if uh, he, this guy probably wasn't even a rapist. It's just anyone who gets drunk and passes out, uh, you got to hump them. <laughs> I, I swear to God, this is what's going on in today's all right, society. All right. I don't even I don't know what to do with that. If his grandmother passed out in front of him because she'd uh, put down too much Manischewitz, he would have jumped I, on her, too. Yeah, no, all I right. know. I should And what did you do? Did you, did you ever try to um, get retribution from this guy in any way? I just, I... Cut all ties with them. You didn't prosecute him, or I said no. <laughs> how were you? How were you aware even of what happened? Well, I woke up and it was happening. And oh, I you were aware? Of it get was. off me, and I left. Okay. Has he ever tried to contact you? Do anything like that? Mm, yes, I did see him once after that at a friend's house, and I left. Because this was an old friend of yours, right? I had known him for about a year and a half. Mm. And he I always thought. liked you, I'm sure. Um. That's Not that I was really aware of. But he didn't make a move before this? No. I, I had drank in front of him before, you know, just a little bit. I, I was never really a big drinker. Um, well, let, let's uh, just sort of make a guess here that uh, you sort of retreated into this these safer relationships. And uh, perhaps this is a, an expression of your desire to get out again and, and experiment a little bit and, and maybe test guys in a way that you've been too frightened to test, guys that you might be more interested in or more fulfilled by or more gratified with that have been too scary up until this point because you've, you've, you know, you've had this horrible experience. And maybe what you really want to do is go out and, and try to ex try it again and explore. Maybe, maybe this is a projection about what it is you wish to do. I, I would just say, that's just a guess, but I would say if you are not very sure, very clear, 100%, that it's time to get married and this is definitely the right guy, at 20, do not do that, right? Uh, already we have no, a 50% no, divorce not, rate. Not until you get uh, over the whole rape thing and, and work a few things out. And yeah. please, wanting him to go out and experience other women uh, while you wait around is a recoculous notion. It's uh, this, not reality. But, it's, but it's this it's whole, like, pa uh, half the sex that is going on in this country before the age of 20 has to do with someone getting loaded and passing out. I can't believe that this went on like this, uh, you know, 25 years ago. Actually, everyone just got loaded, and, and uh, the guys would pass out, too, so there was no danger of that. I guess the dog was the one who was getting all the action uh, back in the uh, early 70s, late 60s. But to me, this is like somebody's uh, pulled their car stereo out, set it on the roof of the car, and then went into work. This is basically what guys are seeing. It's still stealing. It's still stealing, but it's like, oh, geez, look at this. It's, uh, it, it, it beckons me. No, horrible. Well, that's, horrible. that's stupid. That's horrible thinking. When our men are being uh, raised wrong. Well, men think they got to get what they can get. Mm. I mean, uh, listen, we're living in that kind of society where, well, hey, it's your society. You take what you can get. Someone passes out, you get laid. You just, uh, hey, it's your, it's your God world. helps those who help themselves. Oh, please. Carpe diem. Uh, uh, seize the alcoholic. Okay.
We'll be back. Hey, y'all. Jordan Harbinger from The Art of Charm here. The Art of Charm is packed with wisdom in the truest sense of the word, from how to become more productive and professional to how to meet and attract women and manage relationships. We talk about how to create confidence, how to get people to like and trust you, productivity, time management, biohacking, and more. This is a show that offers meaningful, fun, life-changing insights with a practical edge so listeners can apply something right out of the box every show, every day. So come hang with us here on the Art of Charm podcast and start crushing it today. It is the Love Line. I'm Adam Carolla. That is Dr. Drew. The phone number, 1-800-LOVE-191. Fax number, 310-854-4455. Carl Wallinger is here. He is uh, basically world party, at least... um, the recorded world party, and then you put together the rest of the uh, nations when you go out on tour, right? Uh, yeah, I suppose that's the way it's been happening recently, yeah. Are, are these the, uh, you okay with the headphones yeah, there? Yeah, uh, just wondering whether they're out of phase or not. So, you know, now, yeah. um, world party has not, uh, this, it's been four years since you've come out with an album. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, in the time since then, uh, we are just talking during the break, Carl's been saying that he was, uh, monkeying around, well, actually he was in jail for three of the years, yeah, he was telling us. Yeah, that's right. Uh, that bank job. <laughs> and uh, the other thing he was doing was he was working on that uh, Ben Stiller film, Reality Bites. He yeah. said you did the uh, score for that. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's a couple of weeks kind of work because they'd actually finished the movie and uh, kind of wanted the music sort of yesterday kind of thing. So is that... Had to kind of hurry up. Is that something you'd like to do more of? Uh, yeah, I mean, that would be great, you know, yeah. Always, I mean, it's two of my favorite things, which is... um. Watching the television and making music, so all Isn't at the same time. Isn't it hard to imagine scoring, an entire, so scoring an entire film in two weeks? If I could say? score a porn film, well, I think like, I would have to. Well, it was an entire things. film. It was like 11 cues, you know, there were just bits of stuff, you know. Yeah. When she goes in the lift, there's because a certain music, and that lasts for a few seconds, and you do that one tick. And lift on, means you know. elevator, right? Right. A lift. Yes. Yeah. 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 You, you, uh, you yeah. guys make so much sense over Could there. Could you put my suitcase in the boot? All that sort of stuff. <laughs> the boot is... Oh, 20 fags, The please. boot's the trunk, and the bonnet is the... Uh... <laughs> <Yeah>. Civilized. <laughs> so you see, the cars in England are sort of, you know, like ladies with nice bonnets on and boots. You know. <laughs> you're not with trunks and hoods. <laughs> no wonder you, it's a strange country. And uh, you're staying, I'm trying to get him to say the word. Uh, what city? What city are you staying in? I'm staying in Santa Monica. Okay, uh, I said it right. Yeah. I, I uh, sometimes the the English say Santa Monica. All right. Although I always hit the R a little Santa too Monica. hard. No, no. I, when I they're know. slapped on the back by someone, sort of Slap, Santa Monica. Mon- Santa Monica. Yeah. It just sounds okay. a little that way. Well, I'm pleased to have got it right. All right. So you guys, the, uh, the world. And so let me explain World Party. At least as much as I know. Yeah. And don't jump in if I'm wrong okay, here. You probably know more than me. So fire, fire away. Carl has his own studio back in London. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I shouldn't pause, because I'm going to screw something up. Carl plays a million and one instruments. Carl yeah. uh, writes, the Slight so- exaggeration. writes the songs. Carl lays down all the tracks. He mixes them all up, and he comes out with a world party. Yeah. Album. yeah. And then uh, when you go out and tour, you put together the guys. Yeah. And you essentially, I guess you have to teach them the song, right? Yeah. Uh, well, it doesn't take very long. They're, they're pretty... Kind of, uh, we come from sort of similar backgrounds, so they kind of get what I'm doing, and I tend not to do like it's not. You've got to play exactly what I played or something. Those songs just have a kind of life of their own, which is why certain of them are kind of three times as fast when we do them live and stuff like that. Yeah. And I guess it's a little easier not playing an instrument, uh, actually not having any skill, 
uh, any aptitude for anything. Mm. I, I don't know exactly. But I could imagine if they got to hear the finished product mm. a couple of dozen times, mm. it would make it a little bit easier for them to then sort of join in and, and yeah, figure it out. Sort of Is get that what you're going on about. You know, it's, uh, there are mutual frames of reference, you know, like a little language. Right? In the same way, like jazz musicians play together, you know. Right. We're kind of a bunch of pop musicians. Sort of thing, you know? And are these guys uh, busy? Uh, the other, the other um, um, two years out of the other eight years out of the yeah, decade? No, I kind of let everybody go to their thing. You know, um, uh, John Turnbull, who plays guitar, is um, a, a blockhead. You know, like Ian Jury and the Blockheads. Right. Of. And um, were these the same guys who played on Bang or went out uh, with Bang? Kind of. Yeah. Yeah. Sort of. Chris Jack uh, was in a band called The Lightning Seeds and played with Terry Hall. And I thought, well, and wasn't The Lightning people. Seeds just a couple guys? Uh, it's sort of one guy in Brody. I like The uh, Lightning Seeds. Drew, you're not hip to Lightning Seeds. Uh, no. Uh, I'm, not what, hip, I'm not hip to anything. What's her name? Um, they do soccer songs. And one, like what's her name from the, uh, <laughs> uh, the, the uh, Bangles uh, redid uh, one of their songs recently and it was real good. What the hell? Off. Jump off, in. Off. Uh, Susanna Hoffs did a Lightning Seed song, yeah. and I think she played it in here acoustically okay. like six right. months I'm ago. It was real good. Right, right. Drew, you hip? I'm hip now. All right. Why don't we do, uh, what's the name of the album? E e yeah, all right. Egyptology. Yeah. Did I say that right? Yeah. It's like Egyptology. Egyptology. Like studying Egypt. <laughs> right. The, the study of, uh, of uh, Tutankhamun. Yeah. We're going to hear something off that. What are we going to hear, Producer Ann? Where is Producer oh, Ann? Oh, look. She vaporized. Oh, okay. Call me? <laughs> that Coop was uh, setting up a date with me. All right. Uh, you got that queued up, do you, Coop? Call me up. It's cool. Wait a minute. What is the song we're hearing? Call me up. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, uh, Coop just said call me. Maybe it's just a bad mime. Maybe once I get a beer after the show. Yeah. All right. So this is from uh, World Party. This is from Egyptology. And this is Call Me Up. Call me up, yeah. Call me up.
of Egyptology, we have Carl Wallinger from World Party. <laughs> you know, it's really funny. The title, World Party, there could be no more uh, all-encompassing title than World and Party. Party means a uh, whole bunch of people. World pretty much means the uh, planet that you're living on, but it's one guy. Mm. All right, Drew, don't give me the puss. You know I, what I'm I, talking I about? Yeah, I understand. Yeah. I understand. All right, Carl, don't give me the grunt. I'm not looking at you, but I know there's a puss behind that grunt. <laughs> we're, we're trying to help you, Adam. Let's oh, just get on to the break. Yeah. Come on, All right. Let's go. Is it, is this nice cop, nasty cop? Is it? <laughs> it's, it's pain in the ass. Get paid way too much cop and nappy-headed uh, buck-tooth cop. All right, Drew, quiet down. Go uh, call one of your patients. Uh, we're going to come back with uh, Carl and more of the sour puss Drew after this. I began to float up and away from my body. Uh, lady, you better get back here. If you're not the love line, I'm Adam Carolla. That is Dr. Drew. That is Carl Wallinger. Carl Wallinger is from World Party. As a matter of fact, he is World Party. They have themselves, or uh, he has himself, a CD out. It has been a while. It's been about four years since Bang, his last one, which uh, was a pretty big uh, CD. Uh, yeah, it's, how been, it's been several whiles, really, hasn't it? How, mm-hmm. how many uh, did that sell? Did it sell what? a lot? What? Did it go platinum? Bang. Yeah. Oh, uh, multi-platinum. Multi-platinum. Yeah, at least. Wow. You hear that, yeah. Drew? I heard that. Okay. We'll be back in ten seconds. This is Loveline on Radio Station. 98 KUPD Tempe Phoenix. Sales were helped huh? amazingly. What, what about the sales there, Carl? They were helped amazingly by being on a, on a, on this show four years ago. Kind of oh, that's yeah. right. Yes, so it launched. That, it. I think that was the key. It. Yeah, that I launched. Think that was the, the key to the, the whole. Oh yes, you know, well, success of everything. It's part of the history of the. the yes, success uh, of that. Love album. Line is a launching pad yeah. for for and, many great. Artists. Somebody who's actually come back after success. Well, he's desperate now. It's been a lot of yeah. years. And yeah, he, I run out of cash. He ran out of cash. That's what he said right before he came in. Uh, no, K Rock. At least I don't. I don't know uh, what the stations did around the country. Other right. stations we may be on, but uh, K Rock out here sure played the hell out of World Party back yeah. then, and uh, hopefully yeah. uh, they'll be playing the hell out of e- Egyptology, which I hope is so, yeah. the latest. Yeah. Uh, not that we have any say in it at all. No. As a matter of fact, I think if we uh, beg them not to play anything off it, it would be a, it would work better. Right, but, right. <laughs> don't encourage anything. They'll they'll, they'll go the other way. Right. Our yeah. friend the Bostons, where have they been? Like, I just think about that. They just vanished. Now, are we going to see them when we're in New York next week? I don't know. What the hell do I know? All right, fine. Right. What do you mean? It just occurred to me we haven't heard from, the, as, as these people launch into the uh, bands in the right. studio. Oh, didn't you hear about that, Drew? <laughs> no. 
All right. Drew, you don't remember us giving Dickie crap about that? Yes, I do. Please don't bring other bands up when we have uh, bands in the all studio. All right, all right. It's, it's horrible. It's like talking about an old girlfriend when you're out a on a date. What you're talking about? At That's all. good. Anyway, there you go. Best that I it not got the that. phrase book. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> William, I need the code book for this. Yeah, William, you're 18. Right. What's going on? Okay. First of all, I want to say you guys have no reason to be depressed because you got much love from everybody out here. Thank yeah, you. Thanks. Okay. And. I don't know if uh, somehow you guys have this written down somewhere or not, but okay, I want to talk to you guys about um, I got a problem at work. Just out of interest, uh, the way we depressed each other was by talking about what it was like when we were your age. Uh, we, we both fell into like two weeks of uh, affective disorder. But go ahead, so at work. Okay. Yeah, I, I like a girl at work, right? Yeah. And uh, I don't know if she likes me, but she likes to flirt a lot. And we've gone out a couple of times. We've gone places and drove around and stuff like that. And um, she's never, like, really made a pass at me, like, try to hold my hands or anything like that. Is she the but, same age as you? Yes, yeah, she is. What, is. what relation is she in the workplace? Is she manager, same level? No, same level. What, what kind of work do you do? I would rather not say. Because it's a really crappy job? Right. What is it? I'm going fast food. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. So she's behind the grill with you? No, I don't cook. You don't cook? No. They're at the the uh, person on the microphone of the the Jack in the Box or something. Oh, you're the guy working the drive-thru? Someone, someone like that, yeah. Uh-huh. And what's she doing? She's uh, the shake girl? No. no. She also works at the cash register. Right. Oh, okay. All right. And what do you mean you guys have went out driving around? Well, I just went out. We went to the mall. Testing the drive-thru and stuff? Huh? No. All right. So it sounds like she's kind of interested in you, right? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> Well, okay, uh, there's a thing. Wait a minute. You're, you're saying she hasn't made a move on you. No. Have you dropped your handkerchief in front of her? <laughs> no. William, you're 18. Right. Uh, check uh, a quick genitalia check. Uh, take a look in your trousers there. What do you got? Uh, what I need. A testicle and a penis? Yes? Oh, my God. Two of, two of one of those. All right. <laughs> your job is to All make three. the move on her. Do you understand? Right. So okay, what are you doing but, driving around? Okay, listen. This is my problem. Okay, she's got a boyfriend. Oh, okay. All right. Well, that's that. Yeah. Okay, I'm just wondering, what should I do? Should I just leave it alone and... and you can always drop a hint that uh, there's no harm, I believe, in saying, uh, gee, uh, I sure would like to go I sure had fun with you, I'd like to go out with you, but you have a boyfriend. If that ever ends, breaks up, uh, let me know. Well, what if she just says we can have sex in the meat freezer and he'll never know? Uh, don't I'm do all that. For it. <laughs> uh, whatever, but uh, you know, I, 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 why should people be ashamed to do something like that? All right, but who wants to date somebody who's going to be screwing around on their boyfriend or girlfriend? No, with when them? when you end your relationship with your boyfriend, I would like to know about it. I thought you said that sounded desperate. Well, no, when did I say that? You've said it many moons ago, but you said it's like you're you're putting yourself on you know injured reserve. I mean, just you waiting, said that. Waiting to be called. I know up. I didn't say that. You said that. I did? Yeah. Man, but you vehemently agreed. No, no. It must have been one of those shows you weren't paying attention. Could be. Probably one of those middle-of-the-week shows. <laughs> end of the week. to tune out during the middle of the week, and then we get him back a little for the end of the week because he's so excited about going home. So, William, mm -hmm. how how serious is she about this guy? Do you know? Well, she always talks about, like, her and him fighting and stuff like that. All right. So she, he's she, he's in the, in the uh, bullpen. Right. You you are yeah no you're on William deck. is he, he, well whatever whatever she does to prepare for the next hitter I see all right right yes yeah, we'll give you a theory about this uh, the, uh, the bullpen theory yeah the workplace bullpen 
Oh, I did do that theory, didn't I? All right, I'll explain it to Carl, since he, he may not have uh, heard this over in the I'm going to have to start cataloging your analogies and your theories, because you sure as hell can't remember. Well, this is just, uh, this is, uh, just uh, lends credence to the fact that I do not remember any of them. Okay, shoot. Yeah. All right, here's what goes on. We have this. We don't have cricket out here. Yes, I know. Yes. A bunch of uh, gay I... men in tight white pants that's no, swatting at a ball with a flat paddle. Sexuality is an issue. I don't oh, know about please, that I've seen those cricket outfits. They play with balls. <laughs> <laughs> we have the manly sport of baseball. Said, there was a really great uh, uh, cricketing uh, uh, radio gaff kind of thing, and the, the the batter at that time was a guy called Holding. And he's and, holding... And uh, the the uh, bowler was a guy called Willie. No, the, no, the bowler would be the pitcher. There was Anyway, it, it turned out that the, the batter's holding the bowler's Willie was the <laughs> actual sort of... Uh, <laughs> See if our if our you um, had to be there anyway. If our listeners weren't uh, fifteen and stoned, they would yeah. be laughing their asses That's off it. That's right what now. Would, yeah. yeah. All right. Here's the, here's. You know, the, I should explain cricket. Really, you're about to explain. I'm about to, to me, explain the manly sport, uh, the all-American sport that we know as baseball. Yeah, uh, here's the here's what women do when women get in a relationship and the relationship is starting to go bad. Yeah. They sense it. Mm-hmm. Women are more keen to this than guys. They no, understand. I don't know. Oh, please, anyway, don't on. give me trouble. Go on. <laughs> Send you right back on okay. the next boat out of here. I'm out of here. No, no, please. Bye, please. everyone. Please, uh, World Party. You think you'd be more agreeable than okay. like World no, no, Party. No, no, Have a good time. Okay. All right. Enjoy. Enjoy. <laughs> <laughs> it's an inside joke. Women. All right. Here's, here's my opinion. I'll accept your theory. Coop, shut his mic off if he disagrees. <laughs> okay. Thank you. I think women's antennas are a little bit better in relationships, and they understand when it's kind of coming to an end a little bit faster than guys. Guys are a little more dense, usually don't know what's going on, and this is why when we talk to guys and say, hey, what what happened? I don't know. I thought we were getting along great, and all of a sudden she's living with her mother in Idaho. I, I, I couldn't believe it. I was totally blindsided. Women know when it's coasting to a halt. And what they'll do is they'll start uh, scouting out uh, qualified suitors, uh, the person that's in the bullpen, as we like to say. They're like the skipper of a baseball mm-hmm. team. They can see that the guy who's on the mound is uh, laboring quite hard. The fastball's up too high. He's flagging off mm. on the mound there. The slider's not sliding. The breaking is not breaking. breaking. And the uh, knuckler uh, only has uh, barely one cuticle left on it. And... They're thinking about going to the bullpen. So they start, uh, they put the call in to the bullpen. Start warming up. Start warming up. We're going to need you soon. And for a woman that's in the workplace, usually. The bullpen is the workplace. I've had many a girlfriend do this to me. We break up. Fifteen minutes later, yeah, I got a new boyfriend. Fifteen minutes. How did you even have time to leave the house? Well, it's a guy you work with, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and the guys like them, and they've let them know that they're sort of available, just not the paperwork's the the ink is not done on the dried yet on the contract, but shortly they'll be ready. I believe that William is the one in the bullpen warming up. He's so not he, much of so, a closer, this so, William. So he'll at least let let his uh, intention be known. No harm in that, especially if he's in the bullpen. All right, just acknowledge it, and uh, and if the opportunity arises, fine. All but right. don't don't start screwing around before she breaks up. No, isn't isn't if your theory is correct? Isn't she about to ask him to be to start her boyfriend anyway? You start pitching, yeah, yeah, yeah. probably. Oh, well, you, you just well, have to sit there and wait for it. She'll know. break up. <laughs> yeah, she'll break up Go with gray, grow a beard. with the guy 
when she knows that William is uh, on hook, uh, you know, the hook is lodged and she's about to gaff him on board. Chris? Yeah. I have either a, a fishing or a baseball analogy for almost uh, every every uh, sexual problem. What's going on, Chris? You're 23. You're on with Carl Wallinger from World Party. Well, nothing's wrong. I'm calling to tell Dr. Drew, thank you for being there about four weeks ago one night that I just needed somebody in. And Adam, you sure didn't help very much that night. So. Oh, how about that? He gives one hell of a massage, that's true, doesn't he? Oh, yes, he does. Was oh, this on the air? Uh, what? All right. What, what happened? What was your call about? Oh, uh, I had the fact that I'd never been in a relationship, and I'm 23. And, right, 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 right. Uh-uh, so. I don't really remember this call. You're, uh, you're a virgin? Yes, I am. Okay. So, in your analogy that night kind of threw me off for my masturbation so what i do work vietnam your grandmother into it uh, grandmother so now it's like whenever you know i start reaching for the junk or <laughs> right about sex first thing that that pops in my mind is like my grandmother spitting out her dentures or something right uh, boy you won't have any problem with the premature e ever <laughs> you really won't uh is uh chris i think i told you to stop masturbating so much because it was stealing your thunder Right. That you are a virgin and you're not dating and you're not getting out of the house because you're masturbating so often that you had no motivation. Well, uh, I don't go down to the junk yeah. that often. And we were talking about anger and things like that, right? Yeah. yeah. What have you uh, What have you cut down to, Chris? Um, probably maybe once a week. Once a week? Yeah. My God, I've, I've oh no, wait a minute! I'm, I've scared myself now. I've done too much work. <laughs> uh, it's okay to go back and do a little bit more than that, Chris. I didn't want you to um, to um, get that out of control with it, <laughs> or that under control, as it were. Well, thanks for giving us feedback, uh, Chris. Everything going okay? Yeah. All right. I've got a friend that just she's there, and Great. she. Whenever I need somebody to talk to, she's there, so. Okay. All right. And I think Dr. Drew should snap Adam back into place a little bit more often. So. What do you mean? I helped you, Chris. No, no, I, I know you him. did, but. You didn't do anything. You told me he was angry at his penis. <laughs> a lot of good that's going to do the guy. He's having an argument with his genitalia. Chris, go out and have some sex. All right. All right? Yeah, mahalo. 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 Do you know what mahalo means? No. We don't either. But it's okay. uh, it's Hawaiian for something. <laughs> Kenny. Kenny. Well, Kenny's been on hold for seventy minutes. He Maybe may sleep. be sleeping. Or may just not be there. Man, I want to hear if I can hear him breathing. Wait, be quiet. What's up, Corey? Oh, Kenny. Hey, Kenny. Okay. Oh, I didn't know what he was talking to. Hey, Matt. Yeah. You're eighteen. You're on Love Line. Oh, hi, guys. Hey. Hey, I listen to your show all the time. It's really cool. Thanks. But, um, I got a problem. Uh, well, I got this girl. Well, she's my girlfriend. And I went I went out to Vegas and met up with an ex-girlfriend of mine and had sex and got crabs from her. I don't know what to do. I don't know how to. Treat the crabs. Huh? Treat them. Breed them. Treat them. <laughs> Keep them? Treat them. Oh, okay. Listen, stoner. <laughs> Come on, let's just let's just do a quick left line uh, reenactment there. I went out of Vegas. I got myself some crabs because I got to get with my old girlfriend. What should I do? Treat them. Beat them. Treat them. Greet the crabs. Treat them. I should meet the crabs. 
Breed them, he said. Breed, <laughs> breed them. <laughs> I've been breeding them. Uh, that would be a good idea. Instead of this uh, damn uh, Uncle Milty's ant farm, yeah. Uncle Milty's uh, crab hatchery. Yeah. Well, perhaps a, a circus of some sort. Crab circus. Yeah, crab well, circus. Certainly, if they could train fleas, yeah. they could. Uh, fleas are very unruly. That's it. And very difficult to maintain. They're hopping all over the place. Yeah. Crab is something you could probably do. Very slow moving animal. Very small very area to set the whole thing up as well. Yeah. Uncle Carl's Crab Farm. <laughs> this is brilliant. I don't know whether I would be involved in such a venture, but uh, I probably well, know a few people who would. I think uh, here's uh, just off the top of my head. We get some sort of chia crotch. <laughs> You've seen the chia pets. They're like a sheep yeah, or yeah, a yeah. pit bull or something. But this is actually shaped as a uh, it's genitalia. It's a big clay. And you soak it in water overnight. And then you sprinkle it with uh, seeds. And it sprouts. And then you sprinkle the crabs. Uh, this is the next best thing. I, I don't think kids... Uh, they survive very long on uh, chia. Uh, uh, I don't know. You'd probably have to throw some flesh in there or something yeah. at some point. But a couple of cocktail weenies or so should should suffice. Oh, can you imagine coming home and finding that the dog had knocked the uh, chia crab oh. pet off the thing and they'd scattered all over the room? Uh, Drew, yeah, I know I'm uh, I'm really working this now. Why? But uh, I'm just thinking. You remember um, remember sea monkeys? Yeah. Did you have sea monkeys uh, in England? Uh, personally, uh, a doctor, I've got sea monkeys. No, no. What Did you, you have this little uh, game that uh, kids have? They're, no, they're, no, I think I they're called uh, brine shrimp. Right. They're called sea monkeys. No. They come in a little package. Uh-huh. And this was very popular when I was a kid, and I still see them today. As a matter of fact, it was a little dilemma. I had some about eight years ago, and I had to move, and I didn't know whether to dump the monkeys or not. They're these brine shrimp, and they're dried creatures. I mean, I don't know how to explain it. Drew, do you know what I'm talking yeah, about? Yeah, I don't talk you about just it. add water and they come alive. Yeah. Yes, you dump them in water and, and, and uh, they start to flourish. And they're these little shrimps. Now, on the picture of the, yeah. of the sea monkey, yeah. there's the king sea monkey and the queen. And, you know, the queen is busty and has lipstick on and, and, and you know, her, <laughs> you know, and, and has a tiara on. But there's nothing of, of, of the kind going on inside the tank. But they come to, they come to life. And I'm just saying, I don't think kids have sea monkeys. And uh, possibly the 90s version of this would be the uh, chia crab. Okay, what do you think? Come on, you're an entrepreneur, are you not, Carl? I don't know whether this is going to catch you. You have some yeah. capital to burn. Yeah, yeah. You need a write-off. You're getting taxed, what, 90% like, uh, over there in England? Oh, 135. 135%? Yeah, we've got What is it? Uh, no one is, the queen is not listening. Tell us about how the tax works over there. Anyway. Well, I guess you make money and then you give it all to the government and they and then you owe them some more as well. Uh, what is it. the what is the if you made um a hundred thousand yeah. dollars in a year, what yeah. do they want from you? Uh I, you know, I don't actually know. Give a guess. <laughs> give a Not guess. interested at all in tax. Really you know, it's like uh, yeah, someone some guy does that all that stuff. Right, but how about not getting I mean screwed? I trust him and I know him and I know what's going on really. I kinda it's about a third, I suppose. A third? Yeah. I heard Wait, it's, like, it's, it's got to be more than a third. I'm, I'm moving to England if it's a third. It's about a third, yeah. I get taxed about 50%. Maybe I just completely don't know what the I hell I'm talking about. I two-thirds three quarters over there. Oh, uh, you're living in it. I ad. don't think it's... Uh, it's not that high? No. And there's just been all kinds of, like, incentives and certain things that had to happen before certain dates. Well, let's move. Maybe that's just me. 
Hold on a second. Did, yeah. Did, yeah, did they have all those shelters and everything that they have you'd, here? You'd be sick as parrots if you knew. Anyway, yeah. I mean, do they have like investments and tax shelters oh, yeah. and credits yeah. and all that yeah, same all crap they have here? for hiding everything. Yeah, they, let's uh, face it. I don't know. Maybe they're better off over there. I thought they're. I thought they're getting screwed. Yeah, we're getting screwed as well. All right, well, we're getting screwed. <laughs> you gotta, you gotta move uh, to uh, like as well as being better off there. Madagascar, Madagascar, or Nevada. There's where you can get away with some tax stuff. Lori. Uh huh. You're 23. Uh huh. Okay. Hi, I love you guys. <laughs> um, I was wondering. My husband and I were trying to conceive our second child, and um, we're trying to. I've heard things like. You can determine the sex of your child by doing certain things. And uh, we're trying to conceive a boy, and I was just wondering if, Dr. Drew, you knew any of these, I guess, whatever. Yeah, I've heard a lot of different things, yeah. and they are all, for the most part, nonsense. Not true. Uh, if you really wish to select the sex of the child, go to a fertility center, and they will eliminate the X or Y sperm. They, uh -huh. can, they can spin the sperm down and eliminate the chromosome you don't want. Uh-huh. Which know, one? You, is one way more? They put on a centrifuge? I, I imagine that they do something like that. Do you, uh, do you, uh, would you want a boy or a girl? A boy. Oh, so the, you so, they, so they, would take out, out. they would take all the X, X sperm out uh -huh. and leave the Y sperm, and then they would inject that into you, and that would be that. Okay, so, so there really isn't. Are, are you hearing what I'm saying? Yeah. That you can do that. Eight. Hey. Lori, if you both wear soccer outfits, that, that if you really, if you yeah. really wish to do that, uh, you, you can do that. But you need the help of, of a fertility organization, and, uh -huh. and uh, it costs. I, I understand it costs about eight hundred dollars or so less. Oh, uh, listen, I'll spin your sperm for seventy-five bucks, Lori. <laughs> Bring it on by. Well, there's a problem. I don't have sperm. Yes, <laughs> I'll spin his sperm. I'll spin any sperm. Seventy-five dollars, no ups, no extras. <laughs> You've got all the you've got the you've got the uh, equipment uh, to for the for the uh, production room. Listen, I got a pair of uh, well, specimen room, a pair of welding goggles, and a cuisine art, and a steady <laughs> hand. Your your, your, por you your, your, your porn <laughs> collection. Oh, that's right. All right. Yes, I have the uh, I have the sperm gathering. Right. I have the tools to gather sperm right up there in the bedroom, which is uh, tons of pornography in a in a forehead VCR that uh, is really the uh, it is ironclad. I put this thing through hell. I'll run an entire two hour porn movie in ultra slow motion, so it takes uh, you know it, it it's like Reds, uh, the porn movie thing never fuzzes up, never burns out, never spits out a tape. Oh, you're gonna get the DVD next, I guess. Oh yes, surround uh, surround porn. Oh boy. So Drew, how does this work? Seriously, they I, take I, I the I've sperm. I've procedure done, but there's probably some sort of uh, density uh, uh, centrifuge. The, or the centrifuge is the thing they. It's it's a spinning thing. Yeah, well, I don't know if they centrifuge or if they some sperm go move faster than others or what. I don't know how I, they. I thought the they, sperm had to fill in the questionnaire. No, no, no questionnaire. They have to write a thing. Uh, but I, I but I know that it can be uh, fairly effectively separated. And they uh, then take the sex of the one you want and, yeah. and put it in. And, and put it in. And the female is going to provide the X chromosome. Right. And the guy is either given the X or the Y. Mm-hmm. And whether you want a girl or a boy determines which you select. Now, isn't it painful when they stuff it back in your penis that way? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay.
Why don't you try rapping at this time? Hey, everybody, Dr. Drew here. And I'm Mike Catherwood. And we just want to say thank you both to our sponsors for supporting the show and to those of you who support our sponsors by clicking through on the Amazon banner. Be sure to use the products that support this program. Without them, we are unable to continue to uh, thrive. Kind of it's put true. A little, as Adam would say, I put a little wind in the sails. Keep the pirate ship afloat. Well, we don't have a pirate ship like he does, but we got to keep this thing afloat. And the way they do it is by clicking through on Amazon for any purchases. And it doesn't cost you a thing, but Amazon kicks a little bit over to the podcast producers, yeah. and we can keep doing our podcast. Yeah, and it, look, again, let's remind people, you're probably going to use Amazon anyway. Yeah. So if you could, just before, go ahead and click through that banner. Do your shopping the same way that you would, and when uh, we get a little, we get our beak wet. So go to Podcast One, head to over to the Loveline page, and then click through on the Amazon banner there, and you'll be supporting the show, and we appreciate it. Thanks, guys. Hey, World Party is our guest tonight, Carl Wallinger, to be Hello. Uh, to be exact. And uh, Dr. Drew is here, and in rare form, actually sitting up. Well, now he's sitting Almost. up. <laughs> Can you believe this guy's posture? Carl, seriously, you're from, uh, you're from the U.K. Yes. Can you believe that we get paid the same amount, Drew and myself, for this show? Um, After the years of training. Hold on. Let me leave you. I find myself a in a very uh, unwelcome position here. Uh, Go ahead and side with that. me. After the years of training uh, that Adam's uh, put in, I just mean, amazing. I, Listen, I think on balance, if you want a really English answer, I think on balance... You're both equally there important to the success of the whole yes, project. Yes, yes, Well right. done, everyone. Thank you. Yes. Well, bravo. You're marvelous, aren't you both? All right. Smooth. Now let's all get drunk and wait for our uh, welfare check. <laughs> all right. I know what goes on there in England. That's why you pay all those taxes. You know, too many people on the dole right. over yeah. there. Who knows? It, it's it's promising. Might even be less than over here at the moment, I think, old boy. <laughs> well, we got more people. Yeah, yeah. I noticed. And it's all your all the dolies from the other countries come here and get on the dole here. That's what it is. Yeah, it's they not only wait support. to come and live in downtown Detroit. Yeah. Oh, it's beautiful there. Please, well, we're on in Detroit, anyway, right? Anyway. Yeah, yeah, it's right. beautiful. No, it is lovely. At a, uh, the problem in so England is the sun doesn't shine enough. People get depressed and they can't yeah. work. Then they get on the dole. Then the teeth get bad. Then they boil everything. This is actually a tradition. Uh, not necessarily in that order, though. Yeah. You know. this, this is actually a tradition in England uh, that sort of aspires to no work. Really? You know, the yes. gentlemanly way of doing things is not to work in England. Right. And uh, you, you, you Well, uh, a gentleman was a sort of meant to do good works because he was a man of leisure, but it was he was meant to go around doing kind of, you know, but hard work. You don't want to do the value of hard work is is not quite of the same stature as it is here. It's it's something some, it's not considered to be something you strive to be non-working. Well, amongst the upper classes maybe, but amongst, yeah, amongst right. working people it's like, yeah, I want to work, right? You know? Right. <laughs> That's it. All right. We will talk more about the uh, socioeconomical uh, differences <laughs> between uh, England and uh, the United States and off the air. You won't win, you know. And we'll say that. <laughs> well, we're not interested. We're, really, we don't care. Listen, as far as I can tell, we're both screwed. Okay. We need to break I, off. I'd agree with that. Though. Here's what needs to happen. Uh, America basically broke off from England uh, a few hundred years ago. Uh, now it's time for someone else to break off again. Uh, England's not done much better since then. America's now declined. It's time that they, a uh, faction of America now break off and go uh, settle some, well, some parts unknown. It's a, it's a moon or Mars. <laughs> There's got to be. Uh, uh, I don't know. How big is Catalina? <laughs> 
I mean, okay. uh, it's a beautiful little island. Albuquerque could perhaps declare yeah, independence. There's, there's, or something. Pl- there's plenty. Yeah, they could. Uh, yeah. What do they call that? Uh, secession. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they should do that. All right, uh, we're going to go back and do a little. Uh, we're going to turn back the calendar here on Love Line and play a uh, oldie but a goodie off of uh, World Party, off of uh, the Goodbye Jumbo album, which was what is this? 1990. Yeah. You know, it's old. Yeah. It's on Chrysalis. Yeah. Uh, this since is the butterfly and flown away since then. W- one of the uh, big one of the big songs from uh, this album and one I enjoy one you might remember it's called Way Down Now But a goodie from World Party way down now. Is that uh, was this your second album? Yeah, that Goodbye was the second Jumbo? album. Yeah, that was the second one. Yeah, and uh, then uh, Bang came out uh, three, three years, years later. after uh, that. Jeez, yeah. you're not in any hurry. Yeah, I am now. <laughs> <laughs> what are you, are you gonna come? Are I'm you gonna out another one in a minute? Oh, you are. You're yeah, going to pass. I'm going to start sort of popping them out He's like gonna... an alien or something, you know. Hey, just here's pass... another one. Just go ahead and pass one. We'll get a yeah. uh, like popsicle stick and yeah. fish fish around for it. Reach critical mass. All right. So, well, when did the first one come out? So this was the second one in '90. Yeah. First one was '86. Oh boy. Yeah. '1886. <laughs> <laughs> They're just driving the golden spike out here, Drew, yeah. when he came out with the first one. Yeah. It was to celebrate the linking of the two railroads. Right. Oh, this man knows more about... I, uh, was that a good guess? Uh, that was just a guess. No, please. Give yourself more credit. You can't oh. just guess that kind of stuff. The Golden well, Spike. I thought it was Spike Milligan or something. This uh, man knows more about American history than uh, Americans do. Am I right, Drew? Yep. Thank you. Melissa. You're in trouble. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> believe me, no. Melissa, you're 18. Yeah. You're on with Carl Wallinger from World Party. Hi. Hi. Um, I just uh, wanted to call and tell you, Adam that you're incredibly sexy and that I love you guys. You're pretty cool for uh, helping people out, and you've helped me out a couple of times. So, How have we helped you? Tell us how we've touched oh, you. More importantly, tell me how I've touched you. <laughs> oh, that would be uh, too perfect. But uh, I listen a lot, and so the stuff that uh, you talked about um, that I sort of um, don't remember exactly examples or whatever but uh i've used in my life and helped me out a little well this brings up a good point melissa i'm going to hang up on you now thank you for the compliment does she have a question no good people ask us all the time hey do you really think you're getting through to this guy you're talking to some guys half stoned you're talking to some girls she doesn't seem to hear a word you're saying she's 16 she's pregnant uh, she's got an alcoholic fiance uh she won't listen to a word you're saying blah 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 do you think these are what the critics of the show say? I say, listen, there's a million other people that are 16 that are uh, this close to getting themselves in the same situation, and that's really the people we're talking to. We may be uh, physically ta- calling the person by name and addressing uh, them as individuals, but really what we're trying to do is talk to people who may be going down that path and just haven't gotten there yet. Mm-hmm. True? Right. Okay, absolutely. The grunts have it. Mm-hmm. Nicole. It's getting late. Yeah. You're, you're 16. Yeah. 
Yeah, I want to start by telling you guys how much I love your show. I listen to you, like, religiously. Thank you. Is this all because Drew solicited this at the beginning of the show? <laughs> because it's 11.35 uh, our time here, Drew, and you made this comment over an hour and a half ago. I don't remember what I said. What, what did I say? You just said you're a little bit bummed out or it's like a full moon and uh, we need some love. Oh, I'll hold okay. that to you. But, but that means... the. Whoever's been listening has been listening for an hour and a half. When Nicole's been on hold for an hour and a half. Oh, I see. Yeah. Oh, that's frightening. All right, so what's going on? Um, what are you, high? Huh? What's going no. on with you? No? I'm tired. I've been on hold for an hour and a half. All right, well, uh, can, you, can you rally a little bit here, Sweet Cheeks? You're on the radio. Uh, yeah. What's going on, Nicole? Um, me and my boyfriend, we just broke up. I cheated on him. I've been way bummed lately. I can't sleep or eat. Because because of the breakup. Yeah. Why'd you cheat? Well, I just kissed another guy. And we were fighting. I was feeling lonely. How long? How long lonely. had you been? How long had you been fighting with your boyfriend? Uh, it was just like over the weekend. What was the fight about? Just normal stuff. We fight over like, well, you're not being honest and stuff like that. And I turned around and told him, "Oh, I kissed this guy and thought I was gonna be honest, and he hates me." Uh, how, wait, how long ago did you kiss a guy? Um, like two weeks ago. So you kissed him before, it wasn't because of the argument. Um, I was like, I went to a party, and I like just met him. Uh-huh. And we were talking. But you kind of led us to believe that it was because you were pissed off at your boyfriend. You kind of said you got yeah. into an argument with your boyfriend and you kissed a guy. Well, the reality is, is you kissed a guy and then he found out and you got into an argument. No, you got in an argument and you blurted it out to try to get back to him. Back at him, rather. Mm. Oh. Just that night, I was at the party. I was with some girlfriends. They're gonna cheer me up because I was bummed out because he was mad at me. Uh, yeah, what's with this relationship with this guy anyway? I mean, the, the, your boyfriend, this guy you call your boyfriend, sounds like a, not much of a boyfriend. Mm. Like boy enemy. I mean, what? What? what hey, what, Nicole. Why are you always hold on? Her? Hold on a second, uh, Nicole. Yeah. I'm gonna need you to do something for me. Mm-hmm. Put down the ether rag. <laughs> okay, and, and pick br- up the phone. And, and uh, send it in a box to Adam's dentist. Yeah, so I'm going for more root canal. I pity you. <laughs> but what what is the, what was the relationship like with your boyfriend in the first place? Um, well, it was really good because um, I like having older guys. It's my dad. Oh, trouble. He's not older. It's just he's like larger, and he kind of reminds me of my dad. How old were you when your dad passed away? Um... Thirteen. Okay, so this is still uh, whether or not this guy is a good choice. At least we can say that his departure, his leaving, rekindles some of those old feelings about your dad leaving, right? It's a good point, and uh, that's really what you're going through right now. And judging by way uh, as little as we've heard about your relationship with this boyfriend, all we've heard is that he fights with you all the time, and that he was a wretched guy to be around, and that he was mean to you. He wasn't that bad. It was like he was my first sex and okay so is that too that she's connected yeah, to him how old was he harder. yes it does how old was he 17 okay and he's a mountain of a man uh-huh all right well, listen i i i did did i or didn't i not ask you know, nicole to speak morning, clearly for yeah. but listen you're on the goddamn radio you can't you can't pull it together she loves you Adam. listen i'm falling asleep here but you don't hear me drifting off no, I told her three times. Hey, would you speak into the phone? Right, let's finish. Let's finish. With it. <laughs>
I mean, I, I think the uh, dog was licking her or something, and she was asleep. Uh, what, you want to talk to her? Let's just finish it. Finish it, please. Nicole, as God is my witness, if you don't get some energy, I will hang up on you for good and and put a curse on you. And you know what that means. The Adam Carolla curse. <laughs> Prosperity. <laughs> you there? Yeah. Okay. So how can we help you? Um, I don't know. It's just... I've been depressed. I feel like I've lost but, every guy I've ever loved in my life. But, but you understand that it's rekindling those old feelings about your father, right? Yeah, and my, you, um, my best friend recently passed away, too. Oh, my God. Okay. Uh, do you have anybody you can go to with these feelings? Not really. What is, I was where's your mom? friends with my ex-boyfriend. Where, where's your mom? She's here. She's in bed. Can you talk to her about these things? Um, I try. She, like... She's mad at me for cheating on him. <laughs> well, look, you were cheating on him because it probably wasn't as great a relationship as now. Ah, stop to been bashing a the guy for her yeah. cheating hey, on hey, him. Look, look, you, you ninny. That's right. I used the N word. This one's in. This girl's in trouble. I know she's in trouble. I'm think she should get back with the guy. That is a reasonable option, just by virtue of how many losses she's had and how much can she tolerate. Absolutely. Yeah. But how does she get a Carl, don't, what do you think? I think she needs a, a Band-Aid right now, not a not a makeover. I mean, I think she she's had how's enough she loss and enough strife. to her. Oh, he'll talk to you. Believe me, he'll get horny after a while. I know how guys are. Where, let, let me talk to him, Nicole. Where is he? Do you have his phone number? He can't have calls past 10 so until 11, like, 11, 40 now? Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. You, you're not taking any drugs, uh, Nicole? No. I She's, used to do a lot of self-destructing stuff, like cut myself and needles. But, but you never took drugs? Uh-uh. Don't ever take drugs? I don't get into that type of stuff. Good. Uh, so you, <laughs> I couldn't imagine how you would sound with, a, with like, a <laughs> fifth of scotch in you. Uh, 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 they'd probably sound like, a, you know, a Tony Randall or something. Uh, maybe it's time to go back and throw herself on his mercy. Is that what you're saying? Yes. I've uh, tried that. He just got angry, and he decided to call us the friendship. So this guy's abusive. Uh, right. I, I don't know. Uh, Nicole, you're going through a real tough time. Keep friends around you. And, right. And maybe you need some professional help with this. Maybe. Well, I'd I mean, go with definitely. But, I mean, so many losses. I mean, that that's the worst thing that humans have to go through is loss, loss, and this kind of loss, too. And given that you really haven't finished grieving for your dad and this is rekindling all that, it, it, it can be too much. And it's time that professional help can be extremely helpful. So check it out, okay? Earth. We were going. Hey, hey, tomorrow night, the fabulous Cadillacs and Echo and the Bunnymen will be in here. Both tomorrow night, man? Yes, oh, wow. Drew. Yes. Wow. Two bios you don't have to read. Yes. It must be exciting. Yes. Just to two bios, struggle with that. Uh, two bands, two it's histories, yes. uh, eight guys, and you don't have to know anyone's name. Think how your reading skills are coming along, though. They really are improving. Nicely. This is why I loathe Drew so. I'm in here knee deep in uh, bios, and uh, I'm saying stuff like, you know, when did the CD come out? Mm -hmm. How many CD? You know, oh, stuff. Yeah, you take a group like Echo and the Bunnymen. Yep. That's a group that's been around for a long time. You, you, and there's nothing uh, worse than saying, uh, "Great group." Hey, when's the new CD coming out? And they go, "It came out six months six ago." Months. Oh, I get it. Uh, oh, I hear it's great. Mm -hmm. Drew just sits there, they read the newspaper, and then he you should read about Echo and the Bunny Man because they're really great. So, yeah. I saw them at the. Uh, wait a minute, I don't know if I saw them at the. K yeah, I saw them at the K Rock uh, Weenie Roast. 
I'm not sure if I was around. I'm trying to think. I was in some uh, Boston's yeah. trailer, yeah. Uh, getting a bit my head filled with all kinds of uh, ideas. Ah, ideas. <laughs> yes, ideas. Yeah. The point is, is I did though see them in Washington D.C. at the WHF festival, and uh, really good. Mm. And uh, sounded really good live. So uh, we'll be glad to talk to those guys. But tonight, Carl Wallinger is here from World Party and Jude. Hey, Adam Drew. Hey. You guys, you guys rock. Hold on. Hey, Jude. You're 15. <laughs> yep. Um, well, my question's for Carl. And um, I heard the World Party was coming to Denver pretty soon. Uh, yeah, we've already been there. Oh, you guys did? Yeah. I missed it. Yeah, well, I'm sure we'll be back pretty soon, uh, hopefully cool. before the end of the year in October, late October or something. All right, so. and um, Adam and Drew? Mm-hmm. Uh, well, you guys were talking about uh, the Chia crap. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I was, too. <laughs> yeah, Carl was, too. I was uh, talking about the Chia crap. Well, oh, Jim Carroll, uh, who wrote the Basketball Diaries. Sure. Uh, uh, he came out uh, with some memoirs, and one of them was uh, talking about him and his girlfriend getting crabs and then having crab races. Oh, really? Lovely. So you might be kind of interested in that. Now, do they race down the length of your penis? Like, um, all right, uh, to the scrotum and back. Or do they... Or you actually put them on the ground. Put them on the formica. These crabs are uh, indestructible. Mm. I don't know if you're aware of this, Carl. No, I'm not, no. Very, very smart answer, by the way. Very good. Very good. I'm not not aware. Your management must have briefed you. Very good. They briefed me. They debriefed me. Drew, are you aware of how difficult... I'm aware that you have uh, tried everything short of a settling torch. I... (laughs) is, Is... well, now he's laughing. This is God is my witness. I've it's never, that, then, I've never yeah. had crabs. Yeah, I've right. never had crabs. Uh, yeah, but you have tried to get rid of them. I had a roommate <laughs> who had crabs. Right. And uh, a friend. Yeah, like in yeah. a tank. Oh, yeah. sort of like, Actually, it wasn't friend. even. Yes, yeah, it was a friend. Crabs. And I was. Oh, shit had crabs. Please, I was. It, it, I was living in a garage at the time. I had one single bed. This guy worked the night shift. Uh, I worked during the day, and we both slept in the same bed, just uh, usually at different times. Wow. And then he told me he had crabs, uh. and I thought, oh, now I got crabs too because I am one big crab breeding ground. Sure. Oh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> you know, I got hair all over me. Crab go. don't even know where he is. Crab be on the back of my neck, think he's under my nuts. He's scared of all of No idea where he is on me. So this guy said he had crabs. I mean, as soon as someone says, I have crabs, you start scratching your own junk because you mm. figure, I, I must have them too. Well, I we, mustn't have the scratch-your-own-junk impulse, then, because I haven't done it so far. So. Well, I mean, as soon as a guy who's been sleeping in your bed tells you and yeah. using your comforter tells Proof you he's got crabs, crabs, you go right for the junk. So... He caught one, and we isolated it, and he said nothing kills these but that, uh, what's that rid? Rid? Rid or quail and stuff. There's a certain kind of uh, shampoo that gets them. I said, I can tell you that ammonia kills all. I used to put ammonia in a spray bottle and squirt cockroaches that were crawling around my garage. Turns them right over, flips them like a you know VW bug uh, going too fast around a corner. And I took this crab and I put it down on the bathroom tile counter and I took a cap full of ammonia and I dumped it on it so it made its own little droplet right on top of the crab. And the crab just walked 
Now, I mean, you smell an ammonia bottle and you almost pass out. A whole drop was on top of this crab, and the crab walked right out of it, left a little trail of, uh, of ammonia behind it. I think it uh, broke wind and just kept going toward the sink. Flicked a V-sign at you. Yes. Uh, gave me, uh, flew the bird. The, yeah. Uh, yeah, the, uh, the bullocks yeah. thing or whatever. Yeah. Uh, it, when, um, the oasis salutation. Right. Yeah. It's funny when they're cursing, when they're when they're trying to give you the uh, the finger in England. They do the the victory sign and then they they shove it up a little bit. It's like the peace sign, hmm. but it is the peace. Yeah, it's the peace sign turned backwards. Yeah. Well, Winston Churchill always used to do it as the sort of offensive sign, meaning peace. Anyway, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's the uh, victory. I guess it's a World War Two thing. It's been a long time since we've had that kind of attitude. Uh. All right, we're going to play uh, one more because we love Carl so much. Uh, oh. Off of uh, Egyptology, oh, this one is called Always. was always off of World Party, or from World Party, off of uh, Egyptology, and we'll be back. Here's Loveline before deworming. Here's... Hey, Carl. Hey. Thank you for coming out. All right. We do appreciate it. Better late than never. Thanks for uh, having me. Uh, it was uh, our pleasure. You got a good vibe to you, Carl. Okay. Oh, that's nice to hear. Right. Don't get don't get a big head about it. Okay, thanks. Uh, <laughs> All right. Hey, I've got a great vibe about me. Hey, world hey, party. Adam oh. says I have a great vibe. <laughs> <Yeah>. Adam, <says. laughs> Adam oh. Egyptology is the name of the CD. Go out and get it. Uh, from what I've heard, it sounds good. I'll listen to the rest of it when I get home. All right, Doctor Drew, screw you. Promise now. And I absolutely like the very first thing you do. I'm going to hold it up to the light on you the sure? way home. Yes. I'll let you off then. Until next time, the Sam Carolla for Doctor Drew saying mahalo. This has been Loveline. The opinions expressed herein are certainly opinions, that's for sure. If you'd like a written transcript of today's program, you probably should have written it down yourself. And if you did, we'd like a copy. Loveline producer Ann Wilkins. This broadcast was copyright 1997, Westwood One Entertainment. This music is MXPX on Tooth & Nail Records. Sit, Obo. Obo, stop dragging your butt across the carpet. <laughs> This concludes another PodcastOne.com program.